Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. to the Lord, wouldn't you agree? After all, ours is a vengeful and wrathful God. I also couldn't help but notice that your shouted message contains a significant lexical error. Oh? Yes. In fact, I believe I just heard you encouraging all of us to repaint. Well, that's my advice. But are you 100% sure that that's what you intended to say? Of course it is. I'm a professional. I choose my words very carefully. And yet, I can't help wondering if the word you wanted was repent. Oh, I see. I see now what the confusion is, and I apologize. No, trust me. I fully intended to say repaint. You did? How strange. Not at all. You see, I have a sponsor now. Repaint, you vile sinners. Repaint your homes with Hoxman's exterior latex. The only paint with the patent and weather like seal. Repaint before it's too late. Hey, just because the end is night doesn't mean a girl can't make a buck, does it? You're watching the Psychad Network. Tonight at 6, don't miss Leave It to Jenny, starring Jenny Smith as Jenny. Mom, Wally's trying to touch my beaver. <laughs> then at 6.30, it's time to play Press Your Richard. All right, come on, come on, big money. Big money, no Richards, big money. It... Damn it! You know, fuck this, I'm gonna kill all these white people. Let's see. Followed immediately by the premiere of Sponge Greg Tightpants. Who lives with his mother, sleeps in a bunk bed. Sponge Greg Tightpants! <laughs> then at 7.30, stay tuned for a very special episode of My So-Called Bob. Get away from me! You don't know what it's like to be a pregnant teenage boy. <laughs> I have feelings. Teenage feelings. Then at 8.30, laugh it up with That's So Marcus. What? I, I, I have no idea what to do. I've never seen that damn show. That's, That's So Marcus. <laughs> then at 9, brace yourself for CSI RJ. Looks like he died with a smile on his face. And his pants. 
full of shit. Wow! Following your local news, stick around for Catherine After Dark. Very nice. That's tonight on the Psychic Network. Splash of that. Two splashes. Exactly. Okay, here we go. Keep it in there. All righty. Bottoms up. Well, you know what they say. Well, who says? They who? As they say, a drink a day keeps the doctor a... Wait, wait a minute. That's not right. No, it's it's soup. A soup a day? Yeah, that's where they get soup of the day. Soup? <laughs> wait, wait, soup or is it fruit? Fruit? Yeah, you know, like uh, maraschino cherries or lime slices. Hmm. Hey, Joe. Way ahead of you. One cherry or two. You know, I make it two. Yeah, I like to eat healthy. Yeah, it's better than going to the gym. <laughs> Amen. Now think of it like this. All that money you're saving not paying a gym, you could buy another round. Exactly. Yeah. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Look at this. What's that? Sounds like ice. No, no, no. In the ice. Look. What do you think that is? I don't know. Could be lime pulp. Might be a cherry stem. Nah, I ate the cherry stem. You're not supposed to eat the cherry stem. Why not? Well, first of all, they're cherry stems. Stems are roughage. Lettuce is roughage. Cabbage is roughage. Spinach and celery are roughage. Many things are roughage, but not a cherry stem. But if I'm not eating those other things, won't cherry stems do? Yeah, they'll do something. Guys, that's not a stem in his eyes. Yeah, it could be lime pulp. I don't think so. Why not? Lime pulp doesn't move. Oh, jeez, look at that, will ya? That stem is sticking right down into that ice. Like a lime green pulpy amoeba. Ugh. You'd have thought the alcohol would have killed it. Hasn't killed you yet. Not for a lack of pot on <laughs> his effort. <laughs> Talk about the black pot calling the talking to the kettle there. Yeah, you twist it up. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably been eating all those cherry stems. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So the black kettle's talking to the pot? No, it's not really a conversation. What is it? It's more of a taunt. Who did? The pot. Calling the kettle black. Oh, Wait, 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 wait. Isn't the pot black, too? Well, that's the whole point. What's the whole point? There's a point to this. And why are kitchen items talking to each other? You know, there is a surprisingly, strikingly high occurrence of animate kitchen utensils in children's literature. Joe, give me one of what he had. And the cup ran away with the spoon. No fruit this time. That's what I get for trying to go all healthy. Uh, you should take your health more seriously. Yeah, and when's the last time you sweated hey. something other than vodka? Hey, 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 I sweat all the time. I rest my case. One martini just the way you like them. Cold, filthy, and two stuffed olives. <laughs> Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> you married her too? Heck, with both of us paying alimony, you'd have thought she'd have drunk herself to death by now. <laughs> to dead ex-wives. To, to dead, dead ex-wives. Ex Now return you to uh, 
the evil genius at home. Well, well. What have we here? You thought you could slip by unnoticed, but now you have fallen squarely into my trap. How unfortunate for you. Yes, I've got you right where I want you. Spam email. Ah, such hubris, such hot-headed bravery to think you could proceed unscathed into the secret layer of my inbox. No. No. You underestimate me, dear friend, just as you underestimated the trap so cleverly laid out for you by my associate, Norton Antivirus. Dad, are you almost done with the computer? I have homework. Ah, Bethany, my child, you are just in time to witness my ultimate triumph. Dad, come on. I have to write a whole report on soybeans by tomorrow. In a moment. First, come here. Join me at this screen, where we may safely observe my plans coming to fruition. As you can see, our friend Hartzog P. Falasco here thought that he could outwit me, could deceive me into thinking that this was a friendly correspondence, and could take advantage of my affability to attempt to sell me certain products, products that are intended most likely to increase my bank account holdings or elongate my member. But he has failed. And now, Mr. Falasco, Nigerian prince, though you may be, you will pay the price. But first, let us see exactly what you're hiding behind that oh-so-innocuous subject line of yours. Dad, you probably shouldn't open that. And why not? I don't know. What if it's like a virus or something? There is nothing to fear, Bethany, my child. I have the email in my clutches. It is completely powerless. Look at it, Bethany. <laughs> Bargaining for its life. Pathetic, isn't it? You may offer me as low a mortgage rate as you like, my friend. It will not help you now. For you see, with the application of a few simple keystrokes, you will be moved from the folder labeled spam into another folder, this one labeled trash. There you will join the legions of your compatriots who have also failed in their attempts to infiltrate the fortress of my Outlook account. <laughs> Do you see how pitiful, how inadequate their solicitations appear now? There. Just like that, you are removed to the appropriate folder. And now I need only to click this small icon representing an empty trash bin, and you and your friends shall be deleted forever. <laughs> Enjoy oblivion, my mortal enemy. <laughs> why? Why this can't be? It's, it's impossible. Looks like the computer froze up. No! My plan, it was perfect, perfect! Maybe there was a virus in there after all. Well, you have escaped my clutches this time, vile spam. But I shall return. And when next we meet, I will be conducting my business on a Macintosh. <laughs> Hey, 
What's up? Oh, oh. Father Greg. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, Father Greg, Isabel has gotten worse, Father. She keeps slamming her body against the wall, screaming out horrific blasphemies. She even tried to bite the dog's genitalia off. Whoa! Hey, really? Yes. Oh, can I see it? You know, the, the, the dog's fine. We, we got him away from her in time. Oh, man. But Isabel, she's upstairs right now. I think she's asleep. Is there anything I can get you? Uh, yeah. Hey, you got any Pop-Tarts? What? A Pop-Tart would be awesome. I haven't eaten in, like, forever. <laughs> I'll get you one. Um, have a seat, Father. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Father Greg, yeah. have you performed many exorcisms in your time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what can we expect? I mean... Isabel's going to be all right, isn't she? Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> these things, you know, there's like a lot of light shooting around and stuff and loud voices in the air, you know, stuff like that. Light? Yeah, like power beams shooting out of my hands. <laughs> and when the demon gets mad, you know, he's screams at me and power beams shoot out of his mouth and stuff. It's pretty awesome. Oh my. Yeah. Here you go, Father Greg. Here's your Pop-Tart. Oh yeah! Sprinkles, bitches! Yeah. <laughs> so, Father, hey, can are I we have ready? another? Huh? Uh, Father Greg, I, I really think you should get oh, started. My Come on, man. I'm really hungry and I can eat it in like five seconds. Come on. Fine, Darla. Sure, honey. Okay. Whoa, Jesus. Is that her? Yes, Father, please. She's awake now and hurting herself. Please, there's no time to Oh, lose. yeah, I gotta see this. <laughs> it's upstairs. Don't you need your Bible or, or something? Huh? Oh, no, man. I'm, I'm like awesome at this. <laughs> come on, let's okay. go. Okay, okay come on. <laughs> Honey, baby, <clears throat> we've bought Father, Father Greg here. Fuck the priest and, and fuck, fuck the imposter god, god he believes. Worships. Whoa! Whoa! Is she like talking shit about Jesus? Huh? Uh-uh. Oh! Holy crap! What's she doing to that bed? Father Greg, please! Right, 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 right. All right, here we go. Demon, I have the power! Father Greg, Father Greg, are you all right? Oh, awesome. She totally, like, flung me across the room. Hey, hey, you got any crucifixes up in here? Huh? Actually, yes, yes, there's one on the wall. Yeah, 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 now here, we're cooking. Here. Yeah, and, and hey, hey, do you have any crossbows? What? Crossbows! We can totally file fire crucifixes at her. Pew, pew, pew! Come on! Let's grab all the crosses we can find! No! Huh? Father, wait! Come back! Ha, 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 ha. Even, Even your, your priest runs away. away. Give up, mortal! Never! Honey? Isabel? It's daddy, honey. And there's Give a... up, fool! There are two things! 
things I know for sure. You were sent here from heaven and your daddy's little girl. Daddy. Oh, I remember butterfly kisses <sighs> after bedtime prayer. <sighs> Sticking little white flowers <sighs> all up in your hair. You know how much I love it, daddy, if you don't mind. I'm only gonna kiss you on the cheek this time. With all I've done wrong, I must have done something right. No, no! To deserve a hug every morning and butterfly kisses at night. Daddy, is that you? Yes. Yes, darling, it's Daddy. <laughs> it's Daddy. It's Daddy. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> You're going down, demon. No, no. Father Greg looks ah, all Check right. it out. I made nunchucks out of two crucifixes and a rosary. Watch out. fine, Father Oh, suck Greg. on this, Satan. Oh, Honey, are you all right? Yes, I... What the hell? <laughs> Was that Father Greg? I, I... To be honest with you, I don't know. Father Greg, um, here's your pup... Oh, my. Is he dead? I don't know. Here, help me wrap him up in this sheet and we'll go dump him off at the rectory. Um, oh. Well, what should I do with this Pop-Tart? Well, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, if no one wants it. <laughs> Rectory. All right, you guys having fun? Good. Well, I do want to get serious here for just a second. Um, there are a lot of issues facing us in the world today, and uh, I, for one, think that the best way to address them is through song. So, I have written a song that I think really takes head-on the, the biggest issues of the day. Um, it's kind of a call to action. It's kind of a protest song. So I call it Protest Song. <laughs> or apartments You drive in a car or walk or prefer to bike You have an opinion on how next year's budget will be spent You love it or hate it or think it's just kind of alright You're a man or a woman You have ten fingers 
Confess you lost one or two in a freak accident When you witness unfairness, sometimes the smell of it lingers So flip the switch of justice and turn on the vent Whoever you are, it's up to you Whoever you are in this melting pot stew Put a smile on every face Make the world a better place Don't crack jokes about race in all that you do It's up to you or the Republocrats Unless you vote independent and throw it away You're not sure about Darfur but you know you won't eat no trans fats And if you blog long enough I know you'll find something to say Whoever you are up to you, whoever you are, Muslim, Christian, or Jehovah's Witness, just sing out this melody, or download the MP3, don't pay the record company, and all that you do, it's up to you. And we are at odds With corporate greed and decay So let's thank God That Starbucks supports fair trade Yeah Still always flush, cause come on, it's gross not to flush. You wanna say something, something the entire world can hear. So log on to Facebook and post your celebrity crush. Whoever you are, everybody, it's up to you. It's up to you, whoever you are. Whoever you are can't tell me what to do, can't tell me what to do. Make a peace sign with your hand, buy a Prius or a van. Don't call the human race man in all that you do. It's up to you. Thank you. Could we go heavy? Heavy it is. Exactly. Yeah, okay. All righty, bottoms up. 
Well, what's on the television? Uh, you know, it's that thingy. What thingy? Uh, that awards thingy with all the people. Well, that's clear. Those awards where they all dress up and clap for each other? Mm. Must be nice being one of the cool people. Yeah. Hey, keep me out of that. Out of what? That statement. I didn't know you were in it. And let's keep it that way. What'd I say? You said must be nice being one of the cool people. Right. Well, maybe you're in that hole, but don't drag me down there with you. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> yes, because a simile uses like or as. <laughs> so a simile is like a metaphor. No, no, that's a simile. Wait. Because you just use like. Just like that. There's another one. Oh, I gotta be more careful. Gentlemen, it was neither metaphor nor simile, but an, an, an analogy bordering on euphemistic cliché. Huh. Yeah, that was my second guess. Look, you may think of yourself as non-cool, but I realized long ago that I was one of the cool people. It's just that society at large does not recognize my form of coolness. Your particular coolness venue. His singular expression via a chilled medium. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, that's what they've always done to us, hmm? What did they do? They who? Yeah, did the same thing to Mozart. They did? And Beethoven. Van Gogh. LBJ. CCR. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, Joe, uh, can I order a BLT? Yeah, one BLT. Uh, another round, Fred? Yeah, let's go martini this time. Uh, one for me and uh, one for my left hand as well. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up. Put this over here. Yeah, all right. Here you go, gents. Thanks. Uh, hey, Joe. Yeah. What's this? It's a BLT. Well, uh, what's the ETA on the bacon? Oh, did you want bacon? On a BLT, yeah. Okay, I'll put in an order for bacon. Your BLTs don't come with B? Not if by B you mean bacon. No B. Do you see B? <laughs> Looks B reft to me. What's your B stand for, Joe? Basil. <laughs> the herb. Last time I checked. So when you put BLT on the menu, that stands for basil, lettuce, and tomato. And you hold on. Now you want lettuce and tomato? On a BLT? Yeah. Hey, I don't mind because you're my regulars, but uh, you should have ordered extras to begin with. How are the title e letters extra? What's the L in your sandwich? <laughs> what else? A liver. Oh. What, like the organ? Okay. <laughs> basil... Liver and what? Tobacco. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. What else would it be? So this is a basil, liver, and tobacco sandwich? They're quite popular. Where? What did you guys think was on a BLT? Bubba bacon, la la lettuce, ta tomato. Uh, disgusting. Who eats that? Uh I wanted to. Well, next you'll say they put mayonnaise on there. Often, yes. Okay, seriously, are we on candid camera? No, Joe. Man, you gotta fix this. Yeah, quick. They'll shut you down or they find out you don't know about bacon. Look, I'll make whatever you want, but will you try my sandwich first? Oh, I'm not touching that thing. Sam, please, oh, one bite. All right, all right, I'll try it. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, 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 
Oh, God. Uh, he actually oh. put that sandwich oh. in his oh. mouth. Oh, damn you Nobody guys. Nobody go and live it. Oh, 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 damn you guys. He thought oh. you didn't know about bacon. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, damn you guys. Oh, oh, oh God. So, so are we on candid camera? Nope. Candid radio. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, it's just uh, audio. People heard you cough and gag. Yeah. <laughs> can they hear us right now? No, it's recorded. So later I could be in the car listening to my own coughing and gagging. <laughs> Sounds like my ex-wife. You let her drive? Uh, just to and from rehab. Oh, isn't that dangerous? Oh, I didn't go with her. Just gave the car a good shove. Oh. <laughs> Here's to heaving the old hoe. To heaving the old hoe. Welcome back to the Melinda Forrester Show. I'm Melinda Forrester. We're chatting with Holocaust survivor, Nobel Peace Prize nominee, renowned author, and professor of peace studies, Johann, Dr. Johann Freund. Dr. Freund. Thank you again for joining us. I greatly enjoyed our chat. Oh, it was my pleasure. Now we come to the portion of the program where we ask Dr. Freund your questions. The following questions were taken from our online mailbag. You can submit your questions through our website. MelindaForrester.com. Dr. Freund, first question. And this one comes from Huggy Bear 1986. What impact did your experience at Auschwitz have on your subsequent literary career? Uh, I am sorry, but this question, it, uh, it comes from a bear? Um, <laughs> no. Huggy Bear 1986 from Cleveland, Ohio is a username. Username. Your thoughts on the influence of Auschwitz on your writing? Well, of course. Uh, the effect was uh, enormous. Mm. It is very difficult to mm -hmm. overstate uh, these, uh, these experiences. They, they hang over mm. you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. not, not a day goes by that I do not think of them. Thank you, Doctor. Our next question is from Shamalama Wow in Olympia, Washington. She writes, is it possible for something like the Holocaust to happen in today's world? Uh, excuse me again, what is this uh, Shamalama? Uh, I am not familiar with this uh, English expression. It's not really an expression, doctor, just the sound of a lonely lady trying to make herself seem fun. What do you think, doctor? <laughs> is genocide a thing of the past? Uh, no, obviously this. Uh, Mass exterminations are mm, still word. going on in mm. many places across the globe. Mm. Uh, to, to quote Edmund Burke, uh, all that is necessary for the, the triumph of mm. evil is, uh, is for good men to do nothing. Thank you, Doctor. Our next question comes from S&M Lover XX24. He writes, OMG, Dr. F, what are you, the letters R, and you smoking? The germs are so sucks. LOL, exclamation point, exclamation point, one, one, exclamation point. Doctor, your response. Uh, uh, and finally, we kind of have a comment from viewer Cock and Balls from the city of Buttfuck in the sovereign nation of Asholistan. He writes, holy crap, I can't believe they're reading this on the air. Melinda Forrester is a douchebag. Go Hawks. Dr. Freund, your comments. I am sorry, you are, you are, what is this, douchebag? Yes, evidently that's the case. Perhaps our viewer will submit a follow-up comment to clarify. I have always considered myself polite, yet probing. 
I would like to go home now, please. That's all for now. Join us again next week when our guest will be a beautiful young actress and our viewers will inform us whether or not they'd hit that. I'm Melinda Forrester. Good night. Coming to you live via satellite, it's the Left Behind Comedy Tour. When the rapture hit, 96% of stand-up comedians were left behind. And now the very best of them have banded together to tour the new America before he gets overtaken by the Antichrist. So now, please welcome tonight's featured comic, Dale Birnbaum! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, how are you doing tonight, Memphis, Tennessee? How's it going? How's it going? All right, yeah, it's great. Great to be here in this beautiful, beautiful... Beautiful city. Uh, quick question, though, uh, Memphis. Okay, uh, the last two years we've endured all kinds of, you know, uh, earthquakes and devastation and massive population loss and, you know, all kinds of horrific shit. And here's my question for you, Memphis. Did you guys even notice? <laughs> I mean, you know, did you, did you notice things got a little bit worse at, at all? Or did you, you know, you wake up and you look outside the window and think, mm, well, it's just business as usual. <laughs> You know, I picture God up on high, you know, planning this whole thing out. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, rain down fire and brimstone here and frogs and bees and menstrual blood and just all kinds of weird, freaky shit. What do I do about Mem Memphis? Hmm. Sweet, I get to skip a bit. Huh? <laughs> but, you know, the, the one thing that none of us were really prepared for, you know, thank you religious leaders. Uh, you know, the one thing that, that none of us was really prepared for in, in living post-rapture is um, dating. <laughs> dating has been a little uh, difficult. Uh, okay, so, you know, back before all this shit happened, um, I would say things like, you know, there are no really good women out there. And, and what I meant was, you know, they were either married or, you know, they're dating somebody now. But now I literally mean there are no good women out there. They have literally been con called off to a completely different plane of existence. So, you know, it's, so, so now when I date, it's always, you know, in the back of my mind, it's like, you know, what, what did... <laughs> and, you know, so usually it's something, you know, really, you know, small, like, you know, she didn't go to church enough or she chronically masturbated or something like that. But, oh, all right, goddamn. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes, though, you know, you get, a, you get a gin. You know, you get one that's just real, just nasty. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. You did what? With who? The entire pledge class? God damn, girl! You nasty! When can you come over? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's just the, the kind of thing that we've had to deal with when we're dealing with dating. It's just, it's just crazy now. It's, you know, speaking of crazy, what do we guys think of this Antichrist guy? What, what, what? what? Yeah, right. You know, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a political comic. I don't usually do political stuff. But, you know, there's something about this Antichrist guy that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. He's just, 
He's so angry. Why are you so angry? It's like, all right, it's not you. Look, asshole. You're not the first antichrist to run for public office, okay? You, you gotta, you gotta tease us just a little bit. You know, you gotta, you know, tickle the balls a little bit. You know, you can't just bend us over and just ram it right in. You know, you do something nice. You know, air some commercials during NASCAR, some shit like that. You know. You, yeah, you know, and then you know, what kind of commercials would he air? You, you, you'd see things like, um, "Hello, this message has been bought and paid for by the Antichrist. Jesus is tough on taxes. He chased all the money lenders out of the church. Jesus is soft on crime, advising everyone to turn the other cheek." Don't you wish you could vote for someone who's the exact opposite of that shit? <laughs> the Antichrist. Because you bitches have no other choice. <laughs> Thank you, I've been Dale Birnbaum. Don't forget to uh, tip the wait staff and don't pick up any succubi on your way home. Thank you, you've been great. Hollingsworth <coughs> Blakefield the fourth. And if you are hearing this, then I must be dead. I refuse to speculate on the cause of my demise, though more than likely I am a victim of spontaneous human combustion, the evidence for which is overwhelming if you really look into it. <coughs> yes. This recorded document oh. serves as my official will. Being of sound mind and of a reasonably sound body. Oh, I'd say more than just reasonably, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Candy, darling, behave yourself. <laughs> Candice Pop, my um, personal secretary, is assisting me in the creation of this recording. I, I intend for it to be a legally binding instrument that will distribute my assets after death. <laughs> Candice is qualified to help me in this endeavor because she has extensive legal training and is also quite adorable. <laughs> I took a semester at the school on the computer, but Ev told me if I'd just shut up about it, he'd just buy me a diploma. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for proving both of my points, dear. <laughs> no. Very good. <clears throat> Where was I? My demise, eh? I expect that I have been mauled by a grizzly bear who escaped from the zoo and who, seeking a locale for hibernation and attracted to the balmy temperatures of my mansion's lower floors, somehow found its way into my home. You know, I read once that them grizzly bears are just like big old kitty cats. If they're coming at you, all you have to do is just shout, bad girl, bad at them, and they'll just sit down with quiet as you like. <laughs> Candy, please. If you're going to talk, you know I prefer for you to... Uh, Sit in my lap. Oh, right. Sorry, Ev. Yo, that's better. <clears throat> now, where were we? Yes, let me see. Yes, 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 my assets. Naturally, the bulk of my estate, including my investments and, 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 and any income generated therefrom, as well as my extensive personal property, are to pass directly to my darling Pekingese kumquat. 
being of a different species, of course, Kumquat will have neither the capacity nor the interest to attend to my estate, which, I should add, is currently valued at more than a billion dollars. <laughs> and so, the official trustee for all transactions concerning said estate shall be the aforementioned Candice Pop, my personal secretary. Yep, sweetie, don't you worry about a thing. That is going to be the best taken care of little rat doggy in the history of yappy little rat doggies, I promise. Candy, if you're going to talk while sitting in my lap, you know I prefer for you to bounce around a little. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. How's this? A little more forcefully, dear. Okay. You know I am an old man. Okay. That's all. That's easy. <laughs> now then. <clears throat> Good. To my three ex-wives, 11 children, 38 grandchildren, and 93 great-grandchildren, <laughs> I leave the handwritten, unpublished manuscript of my memoir, never give up, <coughs> never apologize. The Everett Hollingsworth Blakefield IV story. At this time, I have not calculated the exact distribution, but I expect it amounts to roughly one page for each of you. If the manuscript is found to contain excess pages, discounting the title page, bibliography, or any pages less than one-tenth full, I ask that these be distributed equally among my great-grandchildren, starting with the youngest. Ev, you know, I heard there's this poison they got now that disappears the second it kills you. Don't even leave the tiniest little trace. All you gotta do is just drink a little teaspoon of it. I mean, just an itty-bitty little teaspoon, and wham, you're gone, and it looks like for all the world you just up and had a heart attack. Candy, please. <laughs> Pappy is doing something very important right now. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. <clears throat> Ev, hmm? you want me to make you some tea? <laughs> that would be lovely. Yes, thank you, Kissy Muffin. <clears throat> In closing, I would like to record a few words of my own personal philosophy. Now that my death has come, in some exceedingly noble way, no doubt, such as being called upon to rescue a busload of orphans from hurtling over a cliff, sacrificing my own life in the process, well, <clears throat> now that this has happened, I cannot help but reflect. Oh, dragony. Well, see who that is, will you, Candy, dear? Sure thing, hon. That's a terrible timing. And just as I was about to impart some words of timeless wisdom. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's in there! He's in there! Tell anyone! Oh, good Fred. Hey, Joe. Your usual Fred. Nah, how about something different? Different? Unsimilar. Right, so, uh... Exactly. Ah, coming up. <laughs> All righty. Bottoms up. Uh, looks interesting. Uh, what's in it? Yeah, well, it's different. Yeah, it sure looks it. Nothing too wild. Is that a feather? The blue thingy or the black clump? The green. Oh, the green. Uh, yeah, that's a feather, uh, I think. You think? 
Well, you know how peacock feathers change in the light? Chimerical. Exactly. Yeah, chimerical. So, the green's probably peacock, but that yellow is definitely canary. Yeah, I'm not sure, Joe. Uh, but mightn't that be a bit heavy on the feathers? Not a feather. Canary beak. Oh, well, that's different then. Yeah, definitely unsimilar. Hmm? Lacking in similitude. Exactly. Bottoms up. Say, have you tasted this? Hell no. Why, if you won't, then maybe I Look, shouldn't. I've been on the wagon 11 months now. Don't mess me up, okay? Oh, sorry, man. I, I didn't mean No to worries. Me. Just got to watch myself. Yeah, willpower. Hmm? One day at a time. Still, must be kind of hard. What? Well, working in a bar, you know, if you're uh... a... A what? Well, you know, I, I don't know if it's PC to say it straight out, you know. Uh, uh what? You know, and... And what? Okay, an alcoholic. Now, who said I was an alcoholic? Well, you just said 11 months. Yeah. On the wagon? So? So, Alcoholics Anonymous? <sighs> no, not AA. F-E-A. The Federal Endowment for the Arts? No. Feather Eaters Anonymous. Never heard of them. They're anonymous. Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, uh, hey, uh, maybe I've been drinking, but are you saying the Federal Endowment for the Arts is a front for people who can't stop eating birds? Not birds per se, not birds per se, uh, just their feathers. So you can still have chicken nuggets? Featherless ones, yes. That's not so bad. What about other feathered animals? There aren't other feathered animals. Sure there are. No, that's birdness. Sort of a bird criteria. The having of feathers. Ah, yeah. Penguins are birds and they don't have feathers. Yes, they do. And they don't look like feathers. That's because they're wet and matted. Oh, I can't drink this. All birds, to be birds, must have feathers. Unless they're molting or diseased. Dear God, I can't drink this. Why not? Well, you just used the word molting, and it did something in my stomach. Hey, uh, what about uh, feathered dinosaurs? There were feathered dinosaurs. Absolutely. When? Well, dinosaur times, I guess. But not recently. <laughs> How not recently? Like not in your drink not recently. Hey, uh, uh, what's that disease called where uh, birds pluck out all their own feathers because they irritate them? <laughs> Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, nesting instinct. Does weird things to a woman. Kept uh, bringing shiny objects into our bed. Yeah, like another guy's wristwatch. Oh, so that's where I lost my watch. <laughs> 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 to ex-wives, may they never lose their exness. To, to ex-wives. to Sightgag, the official sketch comedy troupe of Chatterbox Audio Theater. 
If you're hearing this, then I must be dead. Featured the voices of Robert Arnold, Marcus Brown, Renetta R.J. Jackson, Richard Jones, Greg Crossness, and Jenny Smith. Music by Catherine Whitfield. Digital piano generously loaned by Memphis Music Yamaha Piano. The show was written by Robert Arnold, Michael Bouchard, and Jeffrey Wood. Produced by James Antoine. Directed by Robert Arnold. This is your announcer, Tom Badgett. Chatterbox Audio Theater is a nonprofit, web based community theater that advances the exchange of ideas by channeling creativity and artistic collaboration into recorded audio works that enlighten, entertain, and inspire. Download our shows, meet our cast and crew, and make a donation to support our work at www.chatterboxtheater.org. Hi there. Are you a fan of all things horror? Yeah? You are? Well, in that case, find Tuesday Terrors, which is the mutual audio feed that comes out on a Tuesday, believe it or not. Shock horror, I know. But if you subscribe there, you'll find amazing horror fiction audio in your player every Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday Terrors. Subscribe to the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.